Hello, hockey fans. Erica Ayala here. Welcome to a special edition of the Founding Four podcast. It is a Saturday morning, and we are back with PHF action leading up to the United States Thanksgiving holiday this coming week. But we've got some special hashtag content for you. First of all, you might have noticed that we are back on playback. We've done a few tester runs with international women's hockey and, of course, um, women's basketball. But playback is a platform that allows us to watch the same stream in real time. So we're going to be having watch parties hosted by my co-host, Angelica Rodriguez. Uh, You might hear me, but not on the actual watch party, but on the broadcast. So um, anyway, Angelica and a few special guests are going to be your guide to all things Premier Hockey Federation. We started with Boston at Minnesota, and then this afternoon we have the Toronto Six at Riveters. So we hope that you join us for that. But on today's episode, you're going to hear the first part of Angelica's interview with Amy Buddy. Now, she is a practice player for the Buffalo Buttes this year and really had some fantastic insights on her career, on her role as a practice player, but also as a community coordinator for the Buffalo Buttes. And you're going to get to hear the first part of this fantastic interview, a great sit down. Angelica Rodriguez has been for quite some time one of your beat reporters for the Buffalo Buttes. We're so grateful to have her contribute now to the Founding Four pod. So again, we have so we have a playback watch party happening tonight. We're going to start doing these more regularly, so we hope you enjoy. We should pop in on Sunday just for a quick recap on Twitter Spaces. And of course, we'll be back here on the audio platform to give you uh, special interviews like this one. Angelica Rodriguez talking to Amy Buddy. This is part one of the interview. If you want to listen to the whole interview right now, you can't wait because let me tell you, it's really good. Then you can become a part of our Patreon posse. A membership at any level will give you access to this full interview right now. Without further ado, Angelica Rodriguez and Amy Buddy. All right, I am here with Buffalo Beats forward Amy Buddy. And uh, first off, uh, how is it being back in Buffalo for uh, season two? Yeah, it's wonderful. I think, you know, it's a whole new team and a completely different look, but I think it's really nice to be back here, and we have the best fans in the league, so I think it's always nice to just kind of know you have the support backing you, and, you know, you have people coming out to practice and watching, and I think that you just can't get that anywhere else, and it's such a wonderful, you know, place, and it's so just awesome to be here, so I'm happy to be back for yeah. sure. So tell me about your first season here. What was it? What was it like getting used to it? Yeah, it was it was a bit of a transition. Obviously, coming coming back from Sweden, just going mm-hmm. back to the smaller rink. I think um, it's always kind of interesting. Definitely, when you come in with expectations about ice time and where you think you should fit, and then mm-hmm. you don't really meet those expectations. I think it's always frustrating but at the end of the day it's what's best for the team and it's kind of up to the coach and you just have to be respectful of that and you know just do whatever's best for the team and whatever role that is and um, I think it was really 
a difficult year for me as far as hockey-wise goes, but I think I was really proud of the way I conducted myself throughout it, and something that was really important to me was being a good teammate through all of that, and, you know, just learning that it wasn't about me, and I've kind of never really been in that experience until last year, and so I think it was cool to go from kind of, you know, you always say, like, oh, you need to be a good teammate to people who aren't playing or who are in that, like, bottom six role, and it's kind of like, oh, it's easy to think of that when you're on first line and playing every minute, and so to be in that role and still kind of being able to emulate being a good teammate, I think was really, um, I'm really proud of myself for having you know, having handled it that way for sure. Yeah, I, I was actually, that was going to be one of my, my next questions yeah. is, you know, some of the frustrations. We kind of talked like a little bit yeah. on and off during the season last year about that, you know, obviously it's not, it's never an easy situation when you find yourself on the sidelines yeah. and, you know, busting your butt in practice and for some reason it just doesn't seem like it's clicking. So, you know, what were some of the things that you kind of did to cope with that? Yeah, I think definitely leaning on your teammates and I think a big thing that meant a lot to me was just being able to kind of have their support you know you're rooming with people and they're like hey I think you should get a shot and you know just having just knowing that people still have your back and you're they're still like believing in you as a hockey player and as a person is awesome and I think you know that's something that the Buttes really have is like no matter what the score is or no matter who's playing or who's not like we are just a team and we're like a family in that way and I think just having that support is always really helpful and just being positive and kind of looking at it as like okay I'm gonna go out and do my best because that's all you can control is your attitude and your effort and that's kind of what I always just try to do yeah uh, how I mean I guess kind of in the same way like is that how you kind of keep your motivation as well just kind of you know realizing like you know I'm doing the that I can and this is like what it is yeah I think for me you never it's something I really had to learn is I think there's people look at different things and see different views of what's going to make a team successful and it's not my job to decide the lineup it's not my role to decide if I should play or not it's my job to go out and do put my best foot forward and do everything I can to help the team however that is and if that means I'm playing 25 minutes that means I'm playing zero then so be it and Uh, I think it took a lot for me to kind of come to that understanding and learn that, like, just because one coach or one, you know, organization doesn't think that I'm good enough to play in that situation or in those moments doesn't mean that I'm a bad hockey player. It just means that I'm not fitting in that system, and that's okay. And I can still add value however I can within that organization. Yeah. So, you know, obviously, I mean, we saw a lot of you at the rink, and you're also ingratiating yourself with the community of Buffalo. What's it like kind of connecting with the fans and the community? I mean, you won the Deb Crisanti Award last season. In, you know, as especially as a, a rookie and a newcomer, you know, how was it kind of realizing that you folded in, you know, more than you, I guess you thought you did? Yeah, I think for me, it's, I've always just loved giving back, like, I've always just loved being a part of things. Like, at Lake Forest, I think I was really active in the community there, as well as far as student organizations and volunteering and everything that way. I've just always loved doing it. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of just came as just I've always done it and I just love it and I think it's really important and I really have always enjoyed just kind of getting to know people and just caring I think one thing that you can always do in life is have passion I think it makes life more exciting and more interesting and so I just like love getting really into things and so I like I just truly have fallen in love with Buffalo and the community and the fans and just however I can help and however I can reach out to people and do whatever I can to make someone's day or make you know anything better so I think that's kind of what I try to do every day and if that works out great and I think Buffalo has been super great to me everyone I've met is wonderful and fantastic and awesome so I've had a great time definitely. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Is that kind of what brought you back, even in like a reduced role as a practice player? Um, you know, was that kind of what brought you back here? Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, it was. You know, you always want to play, and I think as a to get to the level, no matter where you are, I think it's always important to um, kind of understand your role, and no matter what, you want to help the team however you can. And you know, I think it's honestly better for me this year, definitely like mentally, to be a practice player because I don't need to get my hopes up every week, right. and I know my role a lot more. It's a lot more solidified, and. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of like I had the opportunity to come in and actually make real meaningful change within the community and help a place in a city that can use the help. And I think that that's something that really resonated with me and was something that was really important to me for this season. Like, it's not really life isn't hockey. And I think the ability to come in and be the community coordinator for the team as well as a practice player was something I just really is great for my career. But also, I can actually help people and see people smile like we went to a school last week and played with kids and like just seeing how they light up just getting to meet like awesome professional athletes that like are my teammates but I also look up to them too and like just getting to see them and have those kids have those experiences and you know shape the community in any way I can is something that's really important to me more than you know getting a shift in a hockey game yeah for sure. Um, so, I, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of are a little confused as to what practice players are and, you know, kind of your role in that. So if you could just describe that. to Yeah. yeah. So for me, the role, I think for me, the role of a practice player is to kind of fill in however it means. So if that's, if a player goes down and we need someone to go in and play and be rostered, then so be it. Then you'll go in and play. But otherwise, to me, like I've been playing D the last three weeks because that's just where it's open on the lineup. We need a person to have the eighth D, so I've been doing that. And I think, to me, it's just however I can help. And so, you know, being positive, being happy in the locker room, creating the culture, kind of bringing up people who are down, making sure that I think something that we as women do as a whole is, like, we sometimes don't say, like, good job enough. We don't, like, give each other kudos enough. So I just try to make sure every day that everybody knows how great of a job they're doing because I think – especially in the position I was in last year like sometimes players who aren't getting those shifts or those that opportunity aren't necessarily like feeling super great and so just still recognizing them and making sure that every player feels like they're really important to the team and they're helping and they're great at hockey because everyone is and that's what's so cool about it is it's just at the end of the day it's a decision and I think just however I can help make that every team and every teammate and every player like better happy or whatever that is yeah um what's the vibe been like kind of between like this season and last season obviously I mean it seems like you guys are super close-knit even with all the newcomers that have come in yeah I think Dom our captain has done a really great job of facilitating that kind of bond and that kind of cohesion that we had last year and kind of carrying it over into this year obviously there's new personalities and new people but we did this thing where everyone took a disc assessment and we learned and we had a I think it was a two and a half hour meeting with a person that came in and helped and like went over our disc assessment as a team and what it means and learning to communicate with each other better and I just think those and that's really important to Nate and Rhea and everybody in the organization that like we do get along and we learn how to communicate better and so I think that stuff is really important and it's been a really great time to see and everyone's awesome I'm really happy with the team this year it's really different but I think in a good way and um yeah no team's ever the same definitely like even if you lose one person and bring them bring in one person new but with however many new personalities I think it's been awesome to see 
kind of how we're recreating our personality, but we're keeping the parts that were important that made us successful last year. Yeah, absolutely. What did you learn about yourself with that disc assessment? Like, <laughs> Yeah, so I've taken a few because I was in my college team. We had to do it a few times, and mm-hmm. so I've taken it, and I thought it was really cool. So my in college, I was like purely I, and I was like on the circle of I, which means like as big of an I as you can get. And so which is basically just like influence so it just means that I'm like buzzing I like having fun I like you know bouncing around in the locker room dancing and things like that and um I actually wrote have moved down a little bit and I'm now an IS and I think that that kind of for me shows and kind of solidified that I've matured as a person since college I think I'm a lot more aware of how other people are feeling and I'm a lot more cognizant of like how my actions and my role can affect other people and I'm really working and I have always it's really important to me to make sure that like other people are caring and are being okay and I think that's something that I was kind of it was cool to see that I've changed in like two years since I took the test so I think that was pretty cool yeah and I think that's kind of a big a big part of um dealing with being a professional hockey player too and and dealing with you know kind of the things that you've gone Mm -hmm. through the past year year and a half is you know learning how you can cope with that learning how you can communicate better learning how okay I'm frustrated about this but I need to not let it affect my relationship with this person or that person or that situation um so yeah I think that's really that's really interesting um I'm I'm actually pulling it up so for those who don't know DISC is a personal assessment tool um to help improve teamwork communication and productivity in the workplace um and so people with deep personalities are confident and place an emphasis on like they're very dominant people with I personalities are influenced tend to be more open place an emphasis on relationships and influencing others people with S personalities tend to be steady, dependable, place the emphasis on cooperation, and people with C personalities tend to place emphasis on quality, accuracy, expertise, and competency, so that's conscientiousness. Um, So that's really interesting to think about from a hockey perspective, because I think all of those things are super important, and people just don't really realize it. Yeah. Yeah. So so with that being said, um, you know, what have you been focused on kind of this off season to bring into a new season with Buffalo? Yeah, so for a majority of the summer, I wasn't sure if I was coming back or not. Um, I, like, didn't make a decision until June, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be offered a contract or no contract or whatever it was. So I actually skated with, I was skating two or three times a week all summer with a bunch of girls on the Whitecaps. And um, in the mornings, it was like at, oh gosh, I think it was like 7 a.m. start time. So it was exhausting. And then I would go from there shower at my sister's house and then go to work and so and then I'd work from like 8 30 and or I think I would get in the office at 9 and 9 until 5 I was working and I'd go home and then work out and stuff so I was definitely I wanted to make sure that even if I was a practice player that I was still in good shape and improving and you know just being the best hockey player I can be because at the end of the day like we need to have good competition in practice in order to you know be successful in games and if I ever have to go in I want to make a good impression and I want to play and contribute however I can so that was definitely a big part of preparing for the off season and then I think also just making sure that I was doing it for the right reasons like I got offered to be a practice player I think it took like almost a month to decide if I wanted to do it or not because I wanted to make sure that I wasn't doing it because 
oh, there's an off chance I might get a contract, or oh, there's a, I might get to play, or I can prove myself and earn a spot, because I think if I spent all my time worrying about my own personal gain and my own personal ice time and things like that, then it wasn't going to be beneficial for the team, and I didn't think that that was the right reason to do it. And yeah. so um, making sure that I was doing it for the right reasons was definitely really important to me, and I wanted to make sure that if I was going to be a practice player, then like that the team wanted me here and that I was going to be beneficial and helpful and not you know a distraction or a negative in any way. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really healthy way to look at it. Um, so, how do you approach practices now? You know, in this type of role. Yeah. So now I think I just it's fun. Like I honestly just like it. Like it's just a good. It's overall it's a great workout and it's also just awesome to get to play against and with like players that are phenomenal like you're going head-to-head against some of the best hockey players in the league and in the world even and I think it's something that I'm really grateful to do every day and I'm improving a lot which is awesome and I think at the end of the day I play hockey because I love the game not because of you know the ice time you get in a game against Montreal or Toronto you do it because you love to skate and you love to play and I think I just view practice as what a great opportunity to play mini games and have fun and, you know, be a good teammate and hopefully help whoever I can. And whether that's, you know, playing D or forward or penalty killing against the power play or whatever it is and just kind of always trying to be competitive and bring a high energy because I think that's really important because in games that's what we're going to face. And so that's kind of what I, how I face practice anyway. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely have noticed, like, you're, like, laser-focused yeah. on the ice, you know, Absolutely. it's it's very much, I mean, you're still having fun out there, yeah. but I feel like it's definitely, I think altogether, I think the vibe on the Buttes is definitely more kind of focused and definitely, mm-hmm. you know, they're treating it like it's a professional yeah. team, Absolutely. you know, and I feel like, you know, everybody from the general manager, coaching staff, all the way down to the players, um, you know, kind of talk a little bit about that, you know, especially with the strides that women's hockey has made in the last couple seasons? Yeah, definitely. I think for us, it's, you know, we added another practice, so we have four practices a week now, Mm -hmm. and now I think it's really great that we have, I think everyone's at every practice, and I think that that's really, really been great for our team, chemistry and skill and everything, and I think that's only going to improve as the year goes on, and um, I think, yeah, Nate, that was really important to him. I know bringing in players that were going to be able to attend every practice and be at everything and so you can really build that team chemistry, mm-hmm. and that is really important. And so I think it's been, yeah, and I definitely, I mean, you see it at practice when you watch. Like, Rhea's definitely been a lot more strict with us this year and she hard was, on us. Yeah, she was kind of scolding you guys last night. I was like, <laughs> yeah, she just, Yeah, she definitely gets fired up, and I think it's good. Like, we need yeah. that. I think it was not lacking last year but there was definitely a level of like we needed someone to come in and you know not kick a garbage can over and yell at you but definitely hold you accountable and I think that it's definitely here this year which is awesome and even in the locker room that's coming out and you have people telling each other like hey knock that off like let's go we're gonna try now like hey we're at practice like we need to be serious and I think that's really great culture to have that you're able to kind of hold each other accountable and that's a sign of a really healthy locker room and organization as a whole absolutely absolutely what are you most looking forward to with this season yeah I think it'll be really cool to see how we improve throughout the year I think last year a big part of our issue is I don't think that we improved as much as the other teams did as the year went on and I think that this year we have a lot more pieces in place and a lot more structure 
off-ice training and on-ice training and more resources and things that I think we're going to definitely improve as a team as it goes on and gain chemistry, and I think that that'll be really cool to see, and I'm just excited to see how it kind of comes together and hopefully win games for them. Yeah, watch them win games. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, you know, obviously from your vantage point on the uh, you know, on the sidelines yeah. and the stands, um, you know, you kind of get a little bit of a different perspective. You, do you find yourself kind of thinking about the game differently? Or? Absolutely. So I actually have recently gotten really into, like, soccer documentaries, which is I, it's strange, but I really like this uh, coach of Manchester City. His name's Pep Guardiola, and he used to coach at Barcelona, and he's, like, one of the best managers in the whole world, and he views the game in a really different way, and I've actually realized and been really interested in kind of the crossovers and the comparisons between soccer and hockey lately and, like, the tactical ways that they can kind of, we can learn from them. Because soccer is obviously, like, the biggest sport in the whole world, and so there's a lot more money and resources and coaches that are in it, and so just learning from them, and I think... There's a lot of things. I definitely see the game in a lot in a much more tactical way. And even when I'm at practice, I'm noticing like I'm doing things more because I know that it's important that we practice doing something that way. And so like if I'm playing D, it's important for me like even if I might not read it as a pinch, I'm gonna try to pinch because I know that for example Montreal was gonna pinch this weekend or something like that. And kind of viewing it more as like a not a player coach, but I'm just definitely more aware of like. It's yeah. not my role to be in here and show what Amy Buddy can do. It's my role to help make the team better. And yeah. so I think I've definitely viewed the game differently in that aspect. Absolutely. And, I mean, off the ice, um, I was reading a little bit. I mean, are you still with Sniper's Edge? Or are you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you do communications with them. Yep. Um, I believe you were, like, a training, you know, you did had some role in training as yep. well in Minnesota. Um, you know, do you feel like all of that kind of, like, you know, helps your game on the ice as well or helps your role with the team? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think that I think of the game in a lot more philosophical way now. Like, I, I'm i not, like, half in and half out, but I definitely right. feel more like someday if I'm ready to coach, then I kind of view it more of, like, okay, what would I do as a coach? Like, how would I – I this is – okay, this is a little bit cringy and weird, but um, I actually, like – and my roommates will attest to this – I have a notebook, yeah. and I literally, like – watch the PHF games or like the men's gophers or the women's gopher games and I like take notes on their tactical things that they do yeah and I literally (laughs) am like coming up with like oh here's how I would do a game plan against Montreal or like here's how I would this is what all white caps do here's what similarities they do and I don't show anyone like I just like doing it I think it's really interesting and I've never really done that before like in college I never cared who we were playing against I never cared in Sweden like it's just now that I'm in this role I kind of see it as like okay I want to just be as prepared as possible and you never know and I just I find it so interesting just to like truly learn the game I think I'm a lot more like aware of being a student of the game now than I've ever been before and I really like it I think my relationship with hockey has definitely changed Mm -hmm. from becoming a practice player but I think I really like the way that I view it and it's more of like a healthy like I just love this game and I love learning about it and I love playing it and watching it and like what a great opportunity to get to do that on the ice every day with great players and be on the team and experience that and like watch coaches and everything and kind of learn from it so i think it's i like it a lot how it's changed 
So fans, thank you again for your support of the Founding Four podcast. We are so excited to bring you a different approach to our women's hockey coverage, and that is because of amazing contributions like this interview that you just heard, Angelica Rodriguez sitting down with Amy Buddy. So we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we'll have more of it. So again, we're having that watch party on playback. That's Saturday, November 19th, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check the show notes for the link and be sure to follow Founding 4 Podcast. You can follow us at Founding 4 Pod on Twitter. And, you know, we know things are changing in the social media landscape, but make sure you're also following Black Rosy Media. Founding 4 Podcast is a Black Rosy Media flagship podcast and so we'll also be posting on black rosy media when we have other updates we have black rosy media on instagram of course there's the youtube page and facebook as well is a great way to find black rosy media where we of course will have our founding four podcast updates you can find the full interview with amy buddy right now on our patreon page unedited and we hope that you will consider subscribing over there, becoming a member, and supporting our fantastic work at the Founding Four. For Angelica Rodriguez, who had a fantastic interview with Amy Buddy, my name is Erica L. Ayala, your co-host of Founding Four Podcast, and we look forward to catching you on the next episode.